is a type of medicine that trains your body to fight any foreign agents. Plants are helpful for the ecosystem. It's an electronic device for storing and processing data. The nervous system is all the collection of nerves in your body. Yeast is a eukaryote. Welcome to Spectacular Science, where it's all about science, with your host, Akshay. Welcome back to Spectacular Science. I'm Akshay. Wait, wait, wait. Ugh, is that trash on the grass? Ew. Hey, listeners, I'm just looking outside of my window, and there's so many plastic bottles, ketchup packets. I don't even know how that got there. On the sidewalk and the grass outside of my science lab. It's all these people just walking there. And it's also that carnival that's been set up down the street. That carnival is really polluting the area. You know what? Let me go outside and clean it up. Just gonna open up the door here. Oh wow, there's so much trash out here. Uh, all this litter is so gross. Good thing I have my handy dandy gloves to help pick up this litter. There we go, one piece of trash, two pieces of trash. Phew, this is hard work. Oh, who's that walking down the sidewalk? Oh, it's Mr. Chandru. Hi, Mr. Chandru. Nice to see you today. I was just picking up some land pollution or trash outside of my science lab, and it was really messy. You're an environmental engineer, right? So I want to ask you some questions about it. Hey, Akshay. Nice to, nice to catch up with you. Sure. Fire away your questions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so first of all, can you please tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? I can. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. So I am an environmental engineer by profession, and uh, I, I I got my degree in chemical engineering and environmental engineering, and then started to work for an environmental consulting group with which I am still working and trying to do my part to keep our beautiful environment clean for ourselves and our future generations. That's that's what drives me every morning is what can I do to improve our environment and what I what can I tell my friends whom let's let me if I have to use a business language, my clients on how I can help my clients to to reduce the pollution that uh, that they will be making just for, by the way of their business that they are into. So that's what I do every day, Akshay. Well, that's really interesting. So first of all, what is pollution? That's a good question. Now, do you want me to give you a one-day answer or do you want me to give you a 30-second answer? Um, let's say a 30-second. <laughs> I, I thought so. Uh, your listeners would, would, would be really bored by that time. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, uh, Pollution is anything harmful that you put in your environment that should not be there <laughs> is considered a pollutant and be 
becomes what the process is called as pollution. So in your environment, your our natural, let's when I say environment, I'm talking about the natural environment. Let's say you go out of the house, uh, it's you're breathing fresh air. In the when you open the tap of your uh, your 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 faucet in the morning to wash your face, you're getting clean water. Uh, when you when you let's say are trying to pot something on the ground. Let's say, uh, let's say a herb, you get clean soil. It's all supposed to be clean. And when any of this start to get, let's say, dirty, that's what is, uh, well, that's what is pollution. And when you multiply this or start to see this in a very big scale, like the world or a country, then you are talking about pollution in a large scale. So what are the three main types of pollution and what do they mean? So when I when I look at pollution per se, we should be talking about pollution is a pollution. So it's only there is only one type on a big level. But a a big problem generally is solved only when you parse it out into smaller pieces. Only then you can solve a big problem, and that's exactly what's what's being done here. And when you ask the question of types, what we try to do here to solve the pollution problem is we separate it into different media. So that it's easy to understand their properties, and once we understand the properties, only then we can try to find a solution. And once we find a solution, then we approach people to implement that solution. So that's why they have been separated into multiple types. One is water. So when I when I talk about water, of course, as I gave told you, we open the faucet in the morning to brush your teeth. You should get clean water. Now, there is water that is now. Where is that water coming from? That water is actually coming from your water treatment facility of your city if you're living in a city. And if you are in a rural area, you will typically get it from a well. That may be in your own property or maybe somewhere close by. It needs to be it needs to be clean. So if that is contaminated, then that's a problem. So that is one water, not just the water that comes inside your home to drink. When it rains, let's say that when it rains heavily and you see that the water starts to go, uh, start starts going towards the culverts on the side of the road. And you start to see that sometimes it's very clean water, but sometimes it gets muddy water. Now, is that mud good or bad? Mud naturally is good only. But let's say if there were some plastic bottles with, with that, that gets washed away and goes into the, your culvert and into your storm drain, now that's bad. Uh, so that is one, one kind. And of course, there are other kinds of pollution in water as well. There is all those pathogens that are there inside the water, or let's say chemicals get introduced into the water at various stages. That is one sector, that is water pollution. Second is air pollution. Air pollution, of course, air is what we breathe. Um, we can't feel it, but we know that we are breathing it, so, so it is there. And if it has any pollution, pollutants in it, when I say pollutants, naturally air has few things such as particulate matter. You, you, you see, Akshay, when in the early morning when the sun rays are hitting your window in your home or school, 
and you start to see small particles of uh, small particles in that sunlight. Have you seen that? Yes, and I've actually tried to like catch them, but I yeah, was right. not successful with that. That's right. That's right. So now that's particulate matter. Now it generally exists in nature. It becomes pollution when there is too much of it. So that's what your air filter, if you remember about that, you, I know um, your dad would be changing the air filter every, every few months uh, by going up the attic. Why does he do that? Because it is this, some of it is nat very naturally existing that needs to be captured. Otherwise, you'll be breathing that bad air. That's, that's why he does that. So particulate matter is one, one of that. Now, apart from particulate matter per se, there are other gases that are present. Some of it comes just purely because of activity. Now, I know that when, when, when if you're close to, when a, when a car engine uh, starts and a car that runs on gasoline, let's say, starts, if you're close enough to a car, you start to smell something, correct? You start to smell a little bit of uh, um, a little bit of gasoline and a weird smell starts to come through, right? Yes. So that's all pollution. Now, if it becomes too much of it, now we are talking a big scale pollution. So that's how that, so that's the kind of air, giving an example on the air pollution side. Now watch the, watch the third one, land. Now what's land pollution? Do you know, Akshay, what happens to the plastic bottles that, uh, that uh, I don't know if you use plastic bottles, but if you do, when you throw it into a recycled can, I'm sure you do that. I know you are a good boy. Yes. Uh, but a whole lot of the normal trash that we throw from our, let's say, home every day, do you know what happens to that? Um, I just say it just gets on the ground or just it it gets on the ground it go it generally goes to a landfill now what's a landfill a landfill is a big patch of land where a big giant truck will take all the load that let's say from your household and your entire subdivision that will all go in, into a, a, a waste processing facility whatever is can be recycled is separated out but whatever, there is a whole bit that cannot be recycled. And a lot of plastics, all these plastic bags and all those things, do you think they get recycled? Plastic bags do not get recycled. So it all will be compacted together. When I say compacted, it will be a machine will press it together very tightly. And where does it go? It goes into an open patch of land, dumps the whole thing down. And what do they do? One, they will create layers of these um of this uh, garbage a layer over layer over layer so what happens now you have started to, uh, a, a land once it was clean has now become piled with dirt or garbage with some of it will not will not decompose for years and decades and that's where the problem comes so when rain starts to come through all this decaying rotten matter will start to go deep inside the land. Now the land is starting to get problem. Now, now there is beyond that as well, because after land, if you think about, if you want to know a little bit of the composition of your ground, after land, after a certain point, you again hit water column, what you call as water column, which is natural groundwater. 
and then after that again there is more more ground and and you can keep going on so all those get started start to get polluted so that's the an example of a land pollution so what are the three types we spoke land water and air these are the ma major major types of air now now each of them have their own bifurcations if you want to go further on it if you are talking about land there is non hazardous waste there is hazardous waste um have has have you have has has your dad mentioned to you at any time don't throw the batteries in the garbage uh, bin has he told you that before yes a lot why does he do that it's probably because batteries are basically chemicals so that won't exactly. be good for the environment so batteries are considered hazardous waste so a little part of it may get recycled but there is a good portion of it that will not get recycled so that's why we want to separate between hazardous and non hazardous waste so that it can be we do our part to keep make sure that we keep our environment Wow, so I've heard a lot about climate change in the last few years, and we even did an episode about it. So what yeah. does pollution have to do with climate change? Great question, great question. Now, now from the episode that you did in climate change, of course you know what is what causes climate change. You you know that actually, right? I'll give you a very very quick overview. A natural pro a natural process that happens in in the world is that the rays of the sun hit hit the surface of the earth before it even hits the surface of the earth there is a layer we we have multiple layers in our atmosphere stratosphere or troposphere um, all those things are there a, a small portion of it from the sun when it comes down gets reflected automatically from from a layer up above us back to back to the space let's put it that way then there is a certain portion that hits the ground and even the ground starts to reflect it back and it starts to go back in some of it goes back to the space but some of it gets trapped into a layer now carbon dioxide is one of those major major uh, pollutant we call it as a pollutant but carbon dioxide is naturally existing that we need if there was no carbon dioxide we probably won't have a climate we won't have climate in the earth today so what does that do what does carbon dioxide do is as the as the rays of the sun gets reflected back from the earth the radiation carbon dioxide will capture that heat so that the entire heat is not escaped back into the space and now once you start to have that heat being encompassed in a small layer which is closest to where we live that's when we start to feel the heat and where is when there is warmth that's where life grows and and you have seen that that several plants die in winter which are outside why because plants cannot survive the the mechanism of the plants are not built for cold climates if it was not for this carbon dioxide uh, carbon dioxide molecules that is floating around us in that layer we would never have been there you and i i would not be speaking here today because a cell would not have existed so that is what now when you start to when you start to have this this effect is called as greenhouse wherever wherever environment is heated to a certain extent now that this is an important phenomena what has happened over time 
is that we have been given too much of carbon dioxide and few other few other pollutants if i may call like methane like chlorofluorocarbons which are all which are all pollutants once they go into the atmosphere will start to linger in that layer and there is too much of it when there is too much of it now the sun's rays and the heat is not going to get out at all because it's starting to get too much of it is being trapped and when too much of heat is there you know what happens right oh yeah <laughs> that's too much that's what that's what is called as the green one the greenhouse effect that that comes across there's too much of it because of that heat and and we would have read that we are having more hurricanes what causes more hurricanes because there is a lo- lot more heat in the system for the water to become water vapor and get into the air and when you have more water vapor that means that hurricane which would have been a small one before now has begun grown into a very big one now i'm talking small temperatures here we are we are talking 0.5 degree centigrade which is causing this big change over here so that's this is how the pollution is getting connected to climate change i know i started as a definition of climate change but i think i connected the two of them is when you have more pollution then the air gets trapped and when the air and the heat gets trapped let me clarify the heat gets trapped when there is more more heat into the system then you are starting to change a little bit of the ecosystem and that's why you say that the climate is changed we are not talking we are changing weather because weather is a temporary temporary pattern a climate is on a larger scale and a more dominant pattern and we are changing that entire pattern because this heat that would have gone out now is being trapped inside that's why we are some places are experiencing lot more hot hot uh, summers than generally they do you would have seen that in the west coast the the summers were more hot this time why were they now some of it is natural i will not say everything is everything is man made but the contribution what scientists have found is that the contribution of man made pollution or man made sources to climate change way outweighs the contribution of natural phenomena that would have caused this wow this pollution problem sounds really scary and really serious it so- is very serious actually it is very serious it's not only serious for your generation it's going to be even more serious for your future generations so what can us and just regular people do about this pollution problem you ask a very good question akshay is what can we do and you have you have heard that saying right every drop makes an ocean do you believe in that Yes, definitely because every small effort from every person in this world, well that equals a lot. And that's what even caused this pollution problem in the first place. People started releasing gases like carbon dioxide, starting littering and all that stuff. Each person does one thing and that adds up to a big number. That is right. So we have to do our part. What can we do? Let's start from our home. Um 
first of all if 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 at all you use any plastic bottles for for try to use recyclable ones and make sure you always recycle if you are uh, if you can compost any waste rather than pushing it into the trash bin and then goes off to your trash facility if there is a way to compost try to compost because you would be then reducing the amount of landfill at the same time you would be generating good fertilizer for your plants that you grow in your yard so that would be one thing reduce your anything that you feel you're going to waste think about always one thing when you start using anything that includes a gadget too is i know we are all gadget freaks i know gaksha you are a gadget freak too yeah. <laughs> you have a whole lot of things make sure that you use the gadget to its maximum extent possible don't just keep buying new stuff the reason why because electronic waste is again a waste so if you get something use it to the best possible way that you can and once its life is done for you let's say the the, the object is working well try to pass it on to somebody who may use it rather than throwing it throwing it into a dumpster because you once you put in a dumpster that's waste where does it go we just spoke about it a little while ago to a landfill and once it goes into a landfill that means you have contributed to that pollution so so then you do your part by 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 making sure that you first of all if you ask your question before any consuming anything am i going to impact it am i going to cause more pollution than uh, is it, than that needed make sure you ask that question and try to find a way how can i reduce that i think you will find you are a smart person akshay and your viewers are too they will find creative solutions for it they definitely will So what advice do you have for kids and adults who want to stop this problem or even solve this climate change problem and pollution problem? I my first advice would be do not ignore it. My my first do not ignore it. Um there, there is a there is a big notion unfortunately there are still a lot of lot of people who do not believe that climate change exists. I mean it has been debunked a long time ago that that theory is absolutely false absolutely climate change does exist and it is been happening so one thing that everyone can do is make sure that awareness is maintained once you feel that awareness is there do your part just like how i mentioned take small steps to reduce the waste that you have consume only what is needed no need to buy fancy stuff If you think about it what you use on an average daily basis you don't use a whole lot of things you know you need only some things for your daily life um uh, think about it that way i'm not i'm not telling not to use uh, good stuff good gadgets but i'm i'm telling that make sure you find a use for everything that you have it's a long term use for anything once everyone keeps that approach i strongly believe we will be able to 
collectively bring the problem of pollution and an important part do not waste electricity do not waste electricity electricity is you know how electricity is generated either through burning coal or through burning natural gas and all of this is one consuming our earth's resources too when they burn they are all emitting a little bit of pollution into the atmosphere so if we consume this is these are the easiest steps that we all can do is if you see a, a, a fan that is been running in a room that no one is there or a light turn it off find a way to turn it off that will be the best way to do it and every small bit of it you will start to see that not only your your dad will tell you akshay you did a fantastic job our our electricity bill was reduced by 15 dollars and maybe you should have a challenge with your friends that to compare everyone's electricity bill once you start taking these actions and you can see even in your friend of let's say 10 people collectively you would have saved about $1000 in a year is that not great that is great yeah so maybe that's a challenge you need to take akshay with at least a few friends you can start with and then grow it from there wow i want to start this environmental group right now i'll call it the electricity savers yes Thank you so much for talking to me Mr. Chandra. I really enjoyed your answers and all your advice about how to reduce the pollution problem. Anytime Akshay and call me call me if uh, if you have more questions on this. Yes, definitely. Thank you. See you around. See you. I'm going to go finish up picking up this trash. But before I go, what did we learn today? We learned that there are three types of pollution: land, water, and air. This division helps us solve a giant problem, the pollution problem. We can all do small things to help with this because pollution is one of the leading causes of climate change, which is the process in which our earth gets warmer, and that is not good. We have to take a step, one step at a time, and work together. All our efforts get added up to a big hole. We can do this by conserving electricity, saving water, and so many other things to help stop this pollution problem. We'll all find the solution to the pollution together. Thanks for listening to this episode of Spectacular Science. Spectacular Science is produced and hosted by me, Akshay. Our theme song is by Charan Ramachandran. Special thanks to Mr. Chandra. Please visit our website spectacularside.com to find interactive activities which are so fun, articles which you can fill your brain with knowledge with, and blog posts that we write every day all about science. You can find them by going to spectacularside.com. That's spectacularside.com. Please contact us. We love hearing from you. Every time I get a message, it makes my day. Please contact us by going to spectacularsci.com/contact or emailing me at podcast@spectacularsci.com. Please subscribe to Spectacular Science on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Thank you so much for all of your support. 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Spectacular Science. I promise it's going to be spectacular.